everyone welcome to the progressive in this podcast this series we are going to be talking about advanced forms of understanding the human being through the astrological perspective through the lens the reason being because we should use astrology for the purposes of understanding self not for predictions not for gains and losses what i'm going to get which car am i going to buy that's not what it's for okay it's for a mature understanding of who we are as a person otherwise it won't make a difference what we gain or what we lose in life trust me you won't so in this series we begin a new series it's called evolutionary astrology how we evolve as human beings that's very important so the first one being we talk about age and maturity what cycles of age and maturity do we go through as human beings yeah and how it affects our understanding of the people in the world around us and how things are going on right so keep a watch if you haven't already you can like share subscribe my podcast and we shall take it further keep watching i'll be doing a series of presentations for you to understand so the next what will follow is the podcast series okay so hi there this is the first of the series of age and maturity cycles i call it cycles because we go through cycles not only in this lifetime but through many lifetimes if you are one who believes in reincarnation so age and maturity cycles now i have to break this podcast down into a number of segments the reason being we have to take it in slots of years okay so first let's talk about the childhood years the ages 1 to 12 what happens and i'm using as per vedic astrology so what happens uh, to a human being in the childhood years as per the charts as per the ascendants okay we'll talk about all the 12 ascendants and then you will have a better idea of what it is the growth and development okay so let's get into it so this is the chart the diamond style chart of north indian system of plotting the vedic birth charts yes so this chart shows the houses we just taken the houses here we'll consider the ascendants one by one through 12 afterwards this is just the houses mind you so the first house whatever is written in the letters is the house right i suppose you have already gone through my progressive astrology playlist number 1 otherwise this will be kind of little advanced for you to deal with we are going to advanced levels now okay if you haven't already go through that subscribe and go through my playlist of progressive astrology okay so the 12 year cycle of human life this will continue we talk in cycles of 12 and what happens okay because every 12 year something changes significantly in our life each one of our lives and we will i will show you through each one of these podcasts how it does we are examining how it does So the first house is this first diamond over here second house third house all the way till the 12th house <clears throat> So what we are talking about age the ones mentioned in numbers like number 1 through number 12 is the age of the human being okay So number 1 he is with the child is 1 year old 2 years old 3 years old in the third house 4 year old 5 year old 6 year all the way to 12 year old So by the time from birth to 12 years old the person has still just about completed spending a year in each house you got that 
spending one year in each house that's the basis of Vedic astrology you spend one year in each house okay and something happens as we go through all the years in terms of 12 year cycles through each of the house and that's all the study is about so we'll see the first one now here so we are talking about the first 12 years of human life here so because it has gone from first year second year third year fourth year as it's mentioned in numbers not in letters okay so first to 24 number one to number 24 years when the human being is in this age bracket what is maturing because we are talking about aging and maturity remember so what is maturing here the ninth house of a person's chart of any ascendant is maturing okay so that's what we'll be talking about in this particular podcast we're talking about the first 12 years so obviously it comes under 1 to 24 years so ninth house is maturing now if you remember go back to the progressive astrology one and look it up if you want what does the house stand for different houses so ninth house stands for knowledge for wisdom higher learning philosophy foreign travels luck destiny past life karmas all the stuff you can look it up if you want but we are talking about the age group of 1 to 12 years so how is wisdom one might ask related to the first initial years of a person's life I mean what exactly happens in that let's see so how does the ninth house relate to years 1 through 12 the first 12 years of a human being's life what does it have to do with the ninth house of philosophy higher learning foreign travels luck and destiny etc well we have to tone it down to the level it is relatable to the age please remember this so here are the bullet points for you to consider okay you can expand on that reflect on that develop your intuition about all these things okay so what does it have to do ninth house of higher learning have to do to 1 to 12 why are we learning all these things such early in life or what exactly are we learning really speaking well first one is luck or fortune as we call it good or bad mostly seen by parents family and siblings so you can have good luck or bad luck depending upon what you have born with even the past life karma as the second bullet mentions okay the good luck the luck factor of fortune as seen by parents family and siblings okay so why is this significant well because when a person is born from the time a person is born through their 12 years old you're pretty much in the hands of others around you whoever is others around you it might be a parents stepfather mother uncle aunt i don't know there's so many situations of a person's life you can be any one of these circumstances and you're pretty much at the mercy of all those people around you your parents, your siblings, your circumstances, your society, whoever is your neighbors, you name it. You can be under any number of circumstances, rich, poor, living in slums, living in riches of all kinds. It can be anything. So depending upon good luck and fortune that you carry over from your past life, your karma will take effect in the very initial years when you are the most helpless when you are in the mercy of everybody around you to take care of you to feed you to clothe you to provide you shelter to give you education to give you a good value system 
This is the basic fortune of a person's life where they are born into, right? Some are born into rich, wealthy families, but they don't have a very good life. Some are born into mediocre families, middle class families, but yet they have very good parents who teach them wisdom. And some are born into poverty, our poor brothers and sisters who are born into poverty and labor and child labor and what not goes on in this world, you know that. So that's all a result that occurs within the first 12 years of a person's life, the foundation itself of a person. And because that luck and past life karma is one of the attributes of the ninth house. So that happens. Another thing that happens is the person may travel to foreign lands because the ninth house is also the house of travel to distant places, foreign lands, foreign countries from wherever you are born and the country is a foreign country. So this is why sometimes when a child is born, a parent gets a job abroad or immigrates to foreign lands. It is from the child's birth chart. The child's birth chart and how planets are placed within the child's birth chart is affecting the parents. You see, this is how when a new child is born into any family, the fortunes of the family change. For better or for worse, it's a different thing. That's a subjective thing. But we are saying it, the, the, value, the luck factor in a family changes because of a child being born, a simple act of a child being born. Outlook of life, now this is the most crucial. Developing the psychological core of the sense of self and hence the general outlook of life develops during this time. Because what is ninth house? Ninth house is a deep philosophical approach. How you perceive life, how you perceive people, how you perceive knowledge, how you perceive wealth, how you perceive challenges, how you perceive everything. Okay? Who are my friends and enemies? Why do I give importance to so much about friends and enemies? Well, what we perceive inherently as a friend or an enemy is basically nothing but you whom you consider as your opponents and whom you can who you have made up your mind to be friendly to it's just made up stuff but it affects us because we take it to everywhere who are my friends who are my enemies does life look pleasant or a mean place to live remember the first three bullets they will determine what kind of approach you have developed to life is this world a nice place to live in? Is it mean? Do I have to be protective? Do I have to be guarded about things all the time? This is where psychologists and psychiatry has found by evidence and focuses a lot on childhood issues. What was your background as family like? Did you have trauma during childhood? What was your events in your childhood? What was your behavior? What were your family, friends and neighbors and early school days like? A psychiatrist and a counselor or a psychologist will definitely go to this first for understanding where the person comes from. Even today, this is the science. And it impacts the person throughout their life as the way the person sees the world. Your inner view of the outer is the most important. Depending on the ascendant zodiac sign and how the Lord of the ninth house is, the Lord of the ninth house changes, remember, from one ascendant to another, if you remember the ascendant videos. So, how the Lord of the ninth house is physically placed in your chart, it will be experienced by the individual in the terms of friends and enemies. Okay, we'll see that. And they will have a permanent sense of identification of who in my life is my friend and who is the enemy. 
Sometimes it can be siblings. Sibling rivalry, it's well known. Sometimes it can be parents or stepfather, stepmother or neighbors or kids in the school. School is, these people might consider a hostile environment, you see. So how this plays out will change from 1 through the 12 ascendants, which we will do a screen share and I will show you because it's too complicated to show in multiple slides. I want to rather make it simple for you. Okay, keep watching. So these are the 12 ascendant signs and we will look at them now in this podcast for the ages of 1 to 12 year old children. Okay, we are talking about the age group and maturity of 1 to 12 year old. Now what do children generally look at the world as? This one is my friend and that one is my enemy. This one is my friend, that one is my enemy. And that kind of approach, even at the childhood level, child psychologists will tell you that, carries over with them for the rest of their lives. Rest of their lives. It leaves an imprint. So, for an Aries ascendant, right up till Pisces ascendant, we'll quickly discuss about friends and enemies because that's what is relevant to a kid. Even as grown-ups, we associate certain people as friends, certain people as enemies and we change our approach even to how we talk to them, to how we handle them. It all depends upon how we perceive who as friends and who as enemies. You see what I'm saying? So, we'll just zoom in here. I'm recording the screen so that it's easier for us to follow. So, for an Aries ascendant, what happens between 1 to 12? In the ninth house, we are talking about the ninth house. So, ninth house is friends for them. Okay? So, they will take the energy of friendship everywhere. Actually, ninth house is friends for all charts, all ascendants. So, it's okay. But the ruler of this, the lord of the ninth house is Jupiter. So wherever Jupiter is placed personally in each of the charts and which nakshatra which is shown here will determine the final outcome. But in we are talking general terms here. So they will perceive their grandparents, their mums and their schoolmates because this fifth house is for education, fourth house is for mums, twelfth is for grandparents, they will be their friends depending upon where Jupiter is placed. For the Taurus ascendant, the ninth house has Saturn. So depending upon where Saturn is, and Saturn is a kind of a dry planet, so these people have a dry sense of everything when it comes to their friends. And this we are talking about friends and enemies in the age 1 to 12 years. So they, this house is not applicable for them yet. Neither is this because they are not working or they are not in their career paths yet. So who are the friends for the Taurians? What will they perceive? Taurian kids. They will see their elder siblings because second house is for elder siblings. Also they will find friends in the school. For the Gemini ascendants, it's Saturn co-ruled with North Node. So grandparents will be their friends. Younger siblings will be their friends. Elder siblings, mind you, is their enemy for Gemini ascendants. They will be there very friendly and very close to their mums. The fourth house is a friend. And the fifth house in education, school. School is for 1 to 12 year olds. For cancer ascendant, it's a neutral place. They are not looking for friends or enemies here during 1 to 12. So they are pretty neutral kids. You see some kids at school, they will be 
very easy going with everybody. They hardly seem to have any friends or enemies. Well, they might be a cancer ascendant. Okay. However, they'll be very close to their grandparents, to the elder or younger siblings through 1 to 12 years, in fact through life. Now if you go to Leo Ascendants, Mars rules the ninth house. It's a friend. So they will be looking for their grandparents, for their mums and for their school schoolmates, classmates as friends. For Virgo Ascendants, you will see them Venus ruling the ninth house. It's a friend sign, so they are looking for friends between 1 to 12 years because ninth house is active. So this is not yet applicable because they are not in careers or jobs yet. So the only place Virgo ascendants find friends is their grandparents and their elder siblings. There's no other friend anywhere. For the Libra Ascendants, Mercury rules the ninth house, so they'll be very communicative in whatever friend circle they have. Between 1 to 12 years, Libran kids are very talkative. They'll have friends in their grandparents, with their mums, and with their school friends. This is not applicable yet because they have not yet come to post-married life. For the Scorpio Ascendants, Moon is sitting in, ruling the ninth house so wherever moon is placed will be very important for Scorpio people right they're looking for friends again because ninth house here is friendly and in the ages of 1 to 12 this is not applicable for them because they're not in careers tenth house is for careers they'll have good friends at school and if they have elder siblings they'll be very good friends with their elder siblings okay For the Sagittarians, Sun is in the ninth house. They are looking for friends as well. And for them, it's being ruled by Sun. So depending upon where Sun is, it can become very powerful. If the Sun is in the ninth house, their father will become their friend. Heavily influenced by diet. Okay. Grandparents, mums, and schoolmates. This is not applicable. This is post-marriage. We'll see that later in the latest podcast. Okay. For the Capricorn Ascendants, it's Mercury ruling, so they will again be wanting communication and they will be looking for friends. Sixth house is not applicable yet because they are not working. Sixth house is for work. In the house of education, so they will be looking for friends with schoolmates and with their elder siblings. For the Aquarius Ascendant, Venus is ruling it. So wherever Venus is placed will determine what the final quality is. But they are looking for friends and they will find it in grandparents and they will find it in schoolmates and with their mums. See how many signs are you noticing have mums as friends? It's such a nice pattern to this, isn't it? Finally, the Pisceans. So they are looking, Mars is the ruler of the ninth house. So they will be looking to physically engage with the friends. Mars is a very physical creature. So in the childhood, these Pisceans, 1 to 12 year old Pisceans, they'll be looking for sports, sports kind of activities. So who are their friends? Elder siblings, people, classmates. This is not applicable yet because they're not working. Neither is this applicable right now. Not in this age group. Always remember you have to take the age group into consideration when doing all this. So that's my chart for you. 
for the twelve ascendants and how and why the maturity occurs and this imprint is carried by each one of them. Again, you have to look at the specific lords of the houses, like you have to look at the lord of the ninth house physically where it is placed, which constellation it is placed in, to know the full outcome of whether they had a good childhood, bad childhood, what kind of people turned out as their parents, as their uh, friends and family, the school life, etc., etc. Okay? So keep this as a revisiting after we finish some because you will see the pattern here. As we go forward, you will see a lot of pattern emerge. As the pattern, we have to remember that's important because everything in our human psyche is determined by the patterning we receive from early childhoods. Even the psychologists and psychiatrists will tell you that. Yeah? All right. If you haven't already like, share, subscribe my podcast, I'd most welcome your comments and your shares and subscribes. Thank you.